Hello from Toronto and thank you for joining us for the latest edition of the Ipsasby Consultative Advisory Group, the CAG, meeting highlights audio podcast. I'm your host, João Fonseca, principal at Ipsasby. Joining me is CAG Chair Thomas Müller Marke Berger. Welcome, Thomas. Thomas will discuss the CAG meeting on June 17th. Thanks, Joao, for the opportunity to briefly summarize the 2019 June meeting of the CAC here in Toronto. This meeting was a landmark in the sense that it was the first meeting after the first completed three-year term of the CAC, and as a consequence, the first meeting where I was able to welcome six newly appointed members. It was actually amazing to see how quickly these members integrated within the group and made high-value contributions. So a big compliment to the new members, as well as a big thank you to the current CAC members for their kind welcome that made for an easy integration of the new members. Concerning the meeting itself, the agenda was structured as in the past, with a focus on implementation discussions in the morning and project-specific technical discussions after lunch. Having completed the first three-year period of the CAC in December 2018, we decided that it was appropriate to reflect on past implementation sessions to identify any areas for refinements and improvements. The key focus of this session was how to ensure that implementation discussions are as relevant as possible to provide input into the IPSSB standard setting process. CAG members identified three main areas to consider for refinements and potential improvements. Firstly, with the increasing adoption and implementation of the IPSAS, the sessions could potentially also focus on specific IPSAS technical implementation challenges compared to discussions related to the broader project implementation challenges that focus on change management and implementation challenges faced by governments in the process. Secondly, CAG members suggested the creation of a central implementation tracking system to ensure that such issues are captured, including points of advice provided by the CAG related to these. Lastly, CAG members suggested that it is important to have implementation presentations from stakeholders using accrual information and to not only focus on those that prepare such information. The CAG also received an excellent and very comprehensive presentation by the Ministry of Finance of the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia on their cash-to-accrual IPSAS journey. The accounting reform and IPSAS implementation is part of the nation's all-encompassing Vision 2030 initiative introduced in April 2016. The IPSAS implementation project itself started in 2017 with the goal of accrual accounting being fully implemented by 2023. In parallel to the accrual reforms, there is a closely connected work stream that aims at implementing an integrated unified government resource planning system, including the establishment of a centralized financial management information system. The CAC discussions following the presentation focused mainly on scope, governance and quality assurance as well as the relationship with the underlying technology workstream. Members agreed that the wealth of information and experience already gained requires a more detailed follow-up discussion in the future. 
The Ipsos B Technical Director provided members a report on work plan development as a lead into technical discussions, which started with an interesting session on capital grants from both a revenue and expenses perspective. The question the CAC considered was what might be the appropriate accounting treatment for those grant arrangements, given they do not contain a performance obligation as defined in the draft ED70 revenue with performance obligations. The CAC members provided advice to the IPSSB on a range of considerations for capital grants, including the question whether, even in the absence of performance obligations in the, in the arrangement, it is an experienced reality in the public sector globally that the government provides funds without a purpose. Based on this question, the CAC advised that the specific purpose of a grant could in some cases lead to the existence of a present obligation outside the definition of a performance obligation and hence to the recognition of a liability instead of revenue. In essence, the CAG had doubts whether one of the presented accounting alternatives could cover all potential cases and suggested developing broader principles following the conceptual framework. The next topic on the agenda was a new project added after the strategy and work plan consultation, which is natural resources. This is the first time where the CAG was involved at this early stage of the scoping discussion. In this context, the CAG recommended to clarify from a public interest perspective what the specific objectives of accounting and reporting on this type of assets would be. Given the wide range of potential types of items which could be considered natural resources, the CAG recommended to closely apply the conceptual framework definition of an asset and the recognition criteria to limit scope of issues to those that related to financial reporting. It seemed important to the CAG to focus and prioritize on the most relevant resource classes to ensure the project can be managed and to enable its efficient development and progress in a reasonable time frame. Lastly, the CAG recommended that the board consider what might be needed on how to deal with long-term cost of extraction and any related obligations which might be connected to the use of natural resources, and if that is an issue the project should address. The last topic on the agenda was on heritage items. The first part of the discussion focused on the question of whether the distinction between operational and non-operational heritage assets was felt being clear and useful. As a summary, the CAC did not support the use of this categorization. It was not felt to be useful for recognition purposes, as the CAC was of the view that the sole decision criteria for recognition should be the definition of an asset. So in other words, all heritage assets should in general be on the balance sheet, regardless whether they are operational or non-operational. As a consequence, the relevant attribute of an heritage asset seems to be whether it can be reliably measured or not. For those heritage assets which are not reliably measurable, the main question according to the CAG is how to fulfill the stewardship obligation and whether financial statements are the right instrument to do so. 
In this context, the CAG discussed whether the use of symbolic value is helpful and legitimate as a measurement basis. The CAG came to the conclusion that applying symbolic value is not measuring the asset, but it is rather using a workaround to enable recognition on the balance sheet in the interest of stewardship. As a summary, the CAG had strong doubts whether the accountability towards future generations is achieved through financial reporting only, or whether that justifies the deviation from the conceptual framework. Members came to the conclusion that for those heritage assets that are not reliably measurable, the financial statements are not the right instrument to satisfy the stewardship obligation. Other reports are probably needed to do so. So as you probably noted from my summary, the CAC had a very interesting June meeting with a rich and interesting agenda. In this context, I want to say a special thanks again to all presenters and to staff for preparing very informative agenda papers. Furthermore, as always, thank you to those who follow the important work of the CAC and a special thanks to the CAC members for their dedication, commitment and hard work. The next CAG meeting will be on December 9th, 2019 in Abu Dhabi, United Arab Emirates. Meetings of the CAG are open and members of the public may register as observers. More information is available on the IPSASB website www.ipsasb.org. All audio podcast meeting highlights are available in the meetings section of the IPSASB website. And listeners can find us on iTunes by searching for IFAC Accountancy Podcast. Thanks for listening and join us again in December.